0: Uh, our Bible reading this morning is Luke, chapter 18, verses 15 to 17. and That's page 1052 in your blue Bibles. Page 1052, Luke, chapter 18, verses 15 to 17. People were also bringing babies to Jesus for him to place his hands on them. When the disciples saw this, they rebuked them. But Jesus called the children to him and said, let the little children come to me and do not hinder them, for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. Truly I tell you, anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God like a little child will never enter it. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Uh, Well, good morning. My name's Ben. I'm a ministry trainee here. Um, Should we pray and ask for God's help as we come to hear his word? Lord God, please be with us as we hear your word. Please speak to us by your spirit. Please use this time we have together to help us understand and enjoy the precious truth at the heart of this passage. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, Imagine you went down to green lanes with a microphone and you started asking people, uh, what does a typical rugby player look like? I guess they'd say, you know, pretty strong, pretty tall, pretty bulky, I guess. Uh, Okay, what about a typical lawyer? well, I don't know, probably quite well educated, wearing a fancy suit, uh, very eloquent. What about a typical computer programmer? Be careful what you say here. I think you're probably going to say, you know, analytical, intelligent, pale, skinny, socially awkward, yeah, maybe you can have those too. Um, what does a typical Christian look like? I mean, think to yourself, what would you say? I guess on the street you'd get answers like, I don't know, a Christian's very moral, right? You know, They treat others well, they do good in society very studious, perhaps, you know, a Christian, well, they're the sort of person who gets their kicks from reading a book that's 2,000 years old. Very pious, perhaps, you know, someone who says their prayers every day, they do as much as they can to please God. What does a typical Christian look like? Or to use the language of our passage this morning, who does the kingdom of God belong to? Is it people who are moral, clever, pious? I mean, you know, certainly those are all good things, right? But today, Jesus is going to say more important, more fundamental than any of those. A typical Christian looks like a child, an infant, a toddler. That's the sort of person the kingdom of God belongs to. Uh, Our passage, uh, it's short, it's just three simple verses, and it's unspeakably beautiful. Uh, both the story itself and the truth it points to. And it will take you and me a lifetime to wrap our heads around it fully, I think. So three verses, we'll split them into two headings. You'll see on your notice sheet here, we've got a map of where we're going. Two headings then. So firstly, infants are welcome in the kingdom. And then second, only infants are welcome in the kingdom. Okay? So first, point one, infants are welcome in the kingdom. Verse 15, people were also bringing babies to Jesus for him to place his hands on them. When the disciples saw this, they rebuked them. So people, they hear that this amazing guy, Jesus, is in town, and they bring their babies along to meet him. And the disciples see this and they say, oh, no, 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 stop that, guys. Now, you know, we hear that. And we go, boo, disciples, boo. But you can kind of see where they're coming from, right? Um... Whenever the U.S. President Joe Biden or whoever it is travels somewhere, there's always a part where someone brings him a little baby to hold. Uh, you know, it makes for quite a nice moment because the parents they get a cute photo and he gets some headlines about it. Um, it's nice, but it's not what he's here for. But like, you know, it's Joe Biden. He's in town for a, a G7 summit, meeting a world leader. He's not going to spend endless time cuddling babies. He's got more important things to do. And same with Jesus, right? I mean, he's a busy guy. He's teaching and healing. Everywhere he goes, he's followed by crowds. There's Pharisees to debate. And the disciples say, okay, guys, come on. I know you all want your kid to have a coddle with Jesus, but he really does need to get on now. I'm so sorry. Off you go. But Jesus sees things differently, doesn't he? Verse 16. But Jesus called the little children to him and said, let the little children come to me and do not hinder them. Jesus called the little children to him. The disciples, they think Jesus is too busy for children, you know, go away. But Jesus says, no, 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 come on, kids, keep coming, keep coming. Because, again, verse 16, the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. That's a surprising teaching, isn't it? Jesus says that in the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God, it belongs to people who are in some way similar to infants. So I think we better get clear on what Jesus is actually saying here, right? So what is it about infants that shows us who's welcome in the kingdom of God? Is it their, is it their height? Is it their age? What's going on? Well, surely it must be their lowliness, their low status, their neediness. Perhaps you could say their humility. Look back at verse 14. Jesus has literally just said, verse 14, all those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and all those who humble themselves will be exalted. You see, and so with that saying about humility fresh in our heads, we get this story about some little children who are probably the absolute pinnacle of humility. You know, Babies and toddlers, they are under no pretense about their own abilities. They know they can't solve their own problems. They don't bring any skills or wisdom to the party. They have no status in society. They just bring need. And Jesus says the kingdom of God belongs to people like that. People who are humble about their position before God. People who realize that by nature they're far, far away from God. They're walking in darkness. They're lost. They're simple, and they need saving. So Jesus says, disciples, do you get it? Like you do realize I'm not Joe Biden just greeting kids as a diversion on my way to the stuff that's actually important. No, 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 these kids, they're exactly the sort of people I'm here for. This is my G7 summit right here. Uh, Do you you want to understand the kingdom of God and how it works? Look at this kid on my lap. That is what it's all about. The kingdom of God belongs to people like this. I mean, wow. That's so wonderful, isn't it? Jesus, he didn't swan around looking out for the most impressive religious people to hang out with. He came for people who offered him nothing tax collectors, foreigners, and infants. Jesus says, Let the little children come to me and do not hinder them. I hope you take that command seriously. You know, maybe you wouldn't be as brazen as the disciples. You know, standing at the door at church on Sunday, shooing children away as they approach. But maybe, you know, at church, do you make a priority of hanging out with people who you feel like can do something for you? People who are interesting, people who you get on well with. If you find yourself talking to someone a bit less interesting, you, you know, you chat for a polite amount of time and then kind of make your excuses and leave. Uh, or maybe uh, if you invite your whole office to the carol service next month and the invite's accepted by that guy in the office who's just a bit difficult and awkward and you think, oh, I don't want to bring him along. He won't fit in. Oh, he's going to want to go for dinner afterwards. Oh. Jesus would say, beware attitudes like that because literally people are welcome in the kingdom of God so we should welcome them too. Uh, I also think it'd be foolish in a passage like this to not ask the question, uh, could you help at Cresh or Junior Church? Because, you know, if, if we want to be a church where infants are welcome, then someone does actually need to hang out with some infants, right? Um, if we don't have enough volunteers for crèche or Junior Church, we will quite literally have to stop running it uh, some weeks. You know, we've come close a few times to doing that. So why not go and chat to Katie afterwards if you think you could help little children come and meet Jesus? And I think also just just worth dwelling on the fact that today is Safeguarding Sunday. Uh, We thought a little bit about it earlier. Um, I hope with this passage in mind, you'll agree safeguarding is really important. Because if we rightly understand the value Jesus puts on those in our society who are vulnerable, outcasts, struggling, whether that's children or adults, then we will just make safeguarding a priority, won't we? I mean, we certainly want church to be a place where children and vulnerable adults can safely come and meet Jesus, right? If we neglect safeguarding, I think we're as bad as the disciples in this passage, aren't we? You know, sorry children, sorry vulnerable adults, you're not a priority right now. We've actually got bigger fish to fry as a church. Oh no, no, safeguarding is a deeply Christian thing to do. And so we're all really grateful for those at church who help us to do that well. So that was our first point. Infants are welcome in the kingdom. And then secondly, verse 17 only infants are welcome in the kingdom. Verse 17. Jesus says, truly I tell you, anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God like a little child will never enter it. Okay, Jesus is upping the ante, isn't he? Like you know, We started by saying that infants, people who are needy and lowly, are welcome. And now he's saying that only people like that are welcome in the kingdom. If you're not an infant, can't get in. And it all hinges on how you try and receive the kingdom. Uh, did you spot in this passage twice, Jesus talks about the kingdom of God as something you can receive. So verse 16, the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. It's something you can have. And verse 17, anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God like a little child will never enter it. So Did you get it? He wants us to think about the kingdom of God as a thing that can be passed into your possession. Some people have it, some people don't. So if you want to understand what Jesus is saying, that's the image he's using, yeah? So it's something, the kingdom of God, something you receive. Now there are different ways you can receive stuff, right? So uh, imagine with me in your head, a fancy restaurant, you know, maybe one of those fancy small plates places over in Crouch End where, you know, they charge you five pounds for some of that fancy bread and whipped butter. It's really good whipped butter. Um, If you want to receive a fancy meal from a place like that, you've got to give them something, Right? So, you know, if you or me want to eat there, uh, we've got to give them some money. Whatever that is, 50 pounds a head or something. You know, give them some money, receive a fancy meal. But, you know, there's other ways of receiving a meal. Uh, I can imagine if the restaurant's landlord turns up, the owner might think, oh, it's the landlord's, and oh, our rent's due for review in a few weeks, isn't it? Better keep him sweet, let's butter him up with some of that fancy whipped butter, and so that the powerful landlord might receive a fancy meal. Or suppose an Instagram influencer turned up, you know, oh man, the owner would think, if they eat here and enjoy it, they'll post a pitch to 100,000 followers. We could double our prices. And so the well-connected influencer might receive a fancy meal. Or suppose a nurse from the local hospital turned up, the owner would think, oh, you know, you're a good person. You know, you work crazy shifts looking after people. it's, it's only fair that I give you something in return. And so a nurse might receive a free meal. Maybe, I don't know, medics, does that actually happen? No, I don't think so. Um, But you get the idea, right? If you want a meal at this fancy restaurant, you've got to have something to offer them in return. And we fool ourselves into thinking that that is what the kingdom of God is like. So we rock up to God, flashing our cash and our influence and our good works and our reputation, and we think, come on, God, look at me. Look at what I've got to offer you. And God will look at us and think, whew, now that is a person who deserves to be in my kingdom. And he'll reward us. Jesus says, if, if you think receiving the kingdom of God is like that, you've completely missed the point. Because verse 17, Jesus says, truly I tell you, anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God like a little child will never enter it. Jesus says, if you want to receive the kingdom of God Receive it like a little child, an infant, a toddler, who brings nothing to the table. Uh, When my toddler, Frankie, she's two years old, when she comes up to me and she asks for a banana, I mean, she offers me nothing practical in return, right? Uh, When she comes and asks for a banana, she doesn't have any cash to pay me back for the banana and and my time, my trouble. Um, If she wants a banana, she can't say, look, Dad. If you give me the banana, I'll do a few chores around the house in return. But you know, I bet she'd love to have a go at the washing up, but that'd be a disaster. So, no, she can't do that. Uh, or if she wants a banana, she can't say, Dad, look at what a well-behaved child I am. I mean, I'm an, I'm an outstanding child. I think it's only fair that you recognize that and reward it by giving me a banana. You know, well-behaved, you should try putting her to bed. It's a nightmare. Um, but you get the idea, there is nothing that she can tangibly do for me in return for this banana. All she can do is come up to me and say, Daddy, want up a mama? And Jesus says, that's how you receive the kingdom of God. Knowing that you offer him nothing. Like a little child, like an infant. And that is not how we like to think of ourselves. We really, really want it to be the fancy restaurant where we rock up and offer God something, we get our reward. Because it makes us feel good about ourselves. Because God, have you seen me? I'm on two rotors at church, I'm reading Bible in a year, I help at junior church, I'm doing a lot for you, God. And I'm sure you will welcome me into your kingdom because of all these good things I do. Whereas, coming before God and saying, God, I'm a needy toddler with nothing to offer you. Please give me the gift of your kingdom purely out of your kindness and grace. That's humbling. It doesn't make us look good, it doesn't stroke our ego. And if you do try and receive the kingdom of God in any other way, like someone at the fancy restaurant, you'll miss it altogether. Verse 17 again. Anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God like a little child will never enter it. Only infants are welcome in the kingdom of God. Jesus says the choices are receive the kingdom like a toddler or be shut out. There's no other way. There's no alternative path where you can stride into the kingdom as an impressive adult who deserves to be there. You know, on the last day, you could be banging on the door of the kingdom of God saying, you know, come on, God, let me in. I've got a PhD in theology. Come on, God, let me in. I gave loads of money to church. Come on, God, let me in. I volunteer for the local food bank. Come on, God, let me in. I'm a nice, respectable person who tries to live a good life. Jesus says, if that's you, you will never enter. Because we're not as good as we think we are. The Bible's clear, no, no, no matter how much we try and please God and get in his good books, our sin means we'll never be good enough. We'll never measure up to God's standards. We cannot earn the kingdom of God. We need another way. And we know that the way God provided is his own son dying on the cross. When Jesus died and rose from the dead, he paid the penalty for our sins. And so even though we have nothing to offer God, nothing to pay him back with, we put our trust in Jesus and His death on the cross. Then we can receive the kingdom of God—not through anything we've done, but like a needy toddler. And that is the only way. Jesus says, "If you don't want to be like an infant and instead keep trying to get in by your own merit, you'll never get in. Only infants are welcome in the kingdom," Jesus says. Anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God like a little child will never enter it. So to go back to our question at the start, uh, what does a Christian look like? Someone moral, someone wise, someone pious? Well, maybe they are, you know, those are good things. But most fundamentally, before God, a Christian is an infant, a toddler. Someone who offers God nothing. Someone who can't do up their own shoelaces. Someone with a runny nose. You know, how far do you want to take the image? Someone sitting in a soiled nappy. So as we finish, it's worth asking yourself, is this at the heart of your relationship with God? You might have all sorts of gifts and good character traits, but do you fundamentally see yourself before God as a needy child? Do you come to him the way a toddler comes to her father asking for a banana? Or are you a bit more confident in what you can offer? If you've been coming to church for a while, you know, maybe you think, oh, you know, I come to church regularly. I do everything I'm supposed to. I sing the songs. I say the prayers. I take the Lord's Supper. Oh, in fact, you know, I serve at church. I'm useful. If I didn't carry out my responsibilities, the church would collapse perhaps literally if you're on the buildings committee. Um, Or maybe you're here this morning and you've never really given the Christian faith much thought before, but you kind of just assume that if you come face to face with God, you'll probably go okay. You think, oh, you know, I'm a a good person, I'm nice, I'm respectable, I work hard. I reckon God will see my life and see that I did my best and he'll let me into heaven. So, if you're either of those people and you realize you've never, in your heart, humbly come to God like a little child, Jesus would say, Watch out. If you don't receive the kingdom of God like a little child, you will never enter it. Only little children are welcome in the kingdom of God. So, today, come before God, (laughs) realize you're an infant, confess your sins, and say, God, please help me. God, I'm a needy child. Please give me a place in your kingdom. Not because of anything I've done, but because Jesus died for my sins. It's that easy. If you pray that prayer and you really do put your trust in Jesus, you will receive the kingdom of God like a little child. Or maybe you're here at church and sometimes or maybe often Just feel like you don't belong. You know, maybe you don't know many of the songs we sing. Maybe you find the Bible intimidating. You know, it's a massive book and you've only read a tiny fraction. Maybe you're young, you're still learning how the world works. You don't really feel like you could ever be as useful to God as other people you see. Maybe in the rest of your life you're a pro. You know, you're an amazing parent, you're good at your job and yet you just feel out of your depth when you walk through the doors of church. Maybe you've become a Christian a little bit later in life and all the other Christians your age just seem to have this massive head start and you just feel so behind. Maybe you're facing struggles with your health, physical or mental, and it means you can't serve in church the same way as those around you. Maybe you felt spiritually dry recently and you can't help but think that, oh, if I was a proper Christian, I wouldn't feel this way. Maybe you're just deeply aware of your struggle with sin at the moment. And you think, oh, if God knew what I was really like, he wouldn't want to have anything to do with me. If you ever feel, oh, I don't belong here, I'm a fraud, everyone else here is sorted and I just don't fit in, if that's you, I think it's all of us in different ways, if that's you, then read this verse. And you'll be reminded of one of the most profound and counterintuitive and precious truths in the whole Bible. Verse 16. Jesus called the little children to him and said, let the little children come to me and do not hinder them for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. If you feel unworthy or out of your depth or like you have nothing to offer God, Then you are exactly the kind of person who is welcome in the kingdom of God. And you are exactly the sort of person who belongs in church. And if you come to him in your weakness and your sin, then you will receive the kingdom of God and be welcomed into it on the last day. So, the kingdom of God, um, I think from what Jesus has said today, you could call it the kingdom of infants. That was the title I gave the sermon. Maybe a better title would have been God's kingdom of infants. Because the kingdom of God, its occupants are God, God Father, Son, Holy Spirit, God, and a bunch of infants. Verse 16 The kingdom of God belongs to such as these infants. Verse 17 Anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God like a little child, an infant, will never enter it. The kingdom of God is God's kingdom of infants. A bunch of people who have nothing to offer him, no way to earn their place, but who in their need approach God by the blood of the Lord Jesus and receive the kingdom. Let's pray. Lord God, we so often have the wrong view of your kingdom. We think you're only interested in good, impressive people who have something to offer, And that either puffs us up in our sin and self-obsession because we think that's us or it crushes us because we know that's not us. So Father, instead, please, by your Spirit, drive these words of Jesus deep into our hearts. Let the little children come to me and do not hinder them for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. I pray that we'll leave here with those words ringing in our heads and our hearts knowing that your kingdom belongs to weak and needy children who put their trust in you. We pray this in the name of your son Jesus Christ whose death and resurrection has brought us into your kingdom. Amen.